Good morning on this Thursday morning. We want to welcome you to our devotional, Golden Nuggets, Food for Thought and for the Imagination. If you were with us yesterday, we are still talking about and learning about walking in the Spirit. And we had left off with the last verse of 1 Corinthians fifteen twenty four. Then cometh the end, when he shall have delivered up the kingdom of God, even the Father, when he shall have put down all rule and all authority, which the word was exousia in the Greek, and all power, which is the word dunamis. And we had been learning about the false prophet uh, using dunamis. We had been learning about Jesus coming out in the dunamis of the Holy Spirit. And the apostle uh, Peter and the apostle John and the apostles when they were uh, with Jesus after he had risen up had, had been told to stay in Jerusalem until they be endued with power from on high and that they would be his witnesses. Well, now we are in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 33, still talking about the word dunamis and the word authority. And uh, Jesus, at the very end of the millennium, turns everything over to the Father. At that point, Satan will have been defeated. The Antichrist will have been defeated. And uh, the new heaven, the new earth, so everything is restored back to how it was in the beginning. It says, it is sown in dishonor, talking about our bodies when they're planted in the ground. It is raised in glory. It is sown in weakness. It is raised in dunamis. Now think about that. Not only is it raised by the power of the Holy Spirit in dunamis, but it is raised in the power of the Holy Spirit, meaning there is something that's going to be residing in each and every one of us to rule throughout the rest of eternity with Christ in the new heaven and in the new earth. According to the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 7, right now at this very present moment, it's kind of sometimes hard to even accept it, but this is actually what the Bible says. But we have this present treasure in earthen vessels, talking about our physical bodies, that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. So that the excellency of the dunamis may be of God. So there is no way that a single human being can glory and say they've accomplished anything except it be by the power of the Holy Spirit. Having lived a life led by the Holy Spirit, in the Holy Spirit, walking in the Spirit, all of these things, and Paul mentions the reason it is possible to walk is because the power of the Holy Spirit is made available to believers. Now, Paul, when he found himself in a time of weakness, and he had prayed unto God in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 12, concerning his affliction, there was a thorn in the flesh, and we learned uh, from the scripture that that was an angelos. That means that it was an angel that was sent to buffet him. I know a lot of people teach about a disease and his eyes and all kinds of things. But it actually mentions the word messenger, the angel. In other words, the angel of Satan to buffet him so that he would not glory from the many revelations and visions and things that he had had from God. And this is what he has to say in verse 9. And he said unto me, my grace is sufficient for thee. 
For my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, I would rather glory in my weaknesses or infirmities that the dunamis of Christ may rest upon me. In chapter uh, uh, <clears throat> of Corinthians, uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 4, it's so, it says concerning Christ, though he was crucified through weakness, yet he liveth by the dunamis of God. For we also are weak in him, but he shall, but we shall live with him by the dunamis of God towards you. So Paul was expressing here, the only reason we're able to accomplish and live on this planet and do what God has called us to do is because of his power working in us. In the book of Luke in chapter 4 verse 36 the scripture says this, And they were all amazed and spoke among themselves, saying, What a word is this? Talking about Christ. For with exousia, authority, and with power, dunamis, he commandeth the unclean spirits, and they come out. And in Luke 5.17, the scripture says, And it came to pass on a certain day, as he was teaching, that there the Pharisees and the doctors of the law sitting by, which were come out of every town of Galilee and Judea and Jerusalem. And, and notice what the scripture says. And the power of the Lord was present to heal them. The dunamis of God, as uh, we had mentioned yesterday using an example, using another example today, we can say an official, any law enforcement official, is authorized with authority to uphold the law. But many times they have to use power, which would be their weapons or the things that they use to be able to subdue or bring uh, uh, an individual uh, down. So one is power, one is authority. They're very, very different, but both of them are effective. You can, with the authority of the name of Jesus, cast out a devil, and with the power of God, the Holy Spirit resting upon you, the very same thing can take place. But here it says that the power of the Lord was present to heal them. So as you can see today, we have covered just a little bit more concerning about walking in the Spirit. If we go to the Old Testament, it says in Isaiah 6, 1, In the year that King Uzziah died, Isaiah says, I saw the Lord sitting upon a throne, high and lifted up, and his train filled the temple. So we can see that even Isaiah, just like Jeremiah and Ezekiel and so many of the other prophets, were able to have visions or get caught up in the Spirit, and be able to see things that are of the spirit world, of spirit nature. And for us in a physical body, many times these things are confusing. Or they may not seem as real, but they are actually more real than we can imagine. In Proverbs 20, 27, it says, The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord, searching all the inward parts of the belly. And then Job really ties the knot here. 
he says in chapter 32, verse 8, But there is a spirit in man, and the inspiration of the Almighty giveth them understanding. So from here we can see that even though we go not by our feelings, we go not by sight, but we walk by faith. It is a faith walk that your faith may rest in the power of God and be strong in the power of God. Because eye has not seen, ear has not heard, neither has it entered into the hearts of man the things that God has prepared for those that love him. Isaiah translates it for those that wait for him. To wait upon the Lord is to meditate on his word, to commune with him, to commune with the Holy Spirit, to commune with the Heavenly Father, to be able to develop that relationship, that koinonia that the, Spirit, that the Bible speaks about in the Spirit with our Lord. I pray today for you, and I say this, that the Lord bless you, the Lord keep you, the Lord make his face shine upon you, the Lord be gracious unto you in all the areas of, the li of your life. May the Lord lift up his countenance. May you be able to behold in the spirit his face, his favor, his grace, his mercy, his love. And in all of that, then be filled with his shalom, his peace. In Jesus' name, prosper this day. Amen and amen.